The golden rule says you should treat others the way you want to be treated. But an unfortunate truth is that idea doesn't account for the driving power of wanting to prove someone wrong or get even. Media moguls Vince McMahon and Ted Turner turned the 90s cable airwaves into an open war zone of professional wrestling with millions of fans. The global superpowers of the 20th century even threw down to be the first to send a man to the moon just as a flex. There are stories where people crash and burn in perceived mutual hatred, too. Like naturalist Charles Waterton humiliating himself trying to bring down American birding icon James Audubon. But that's the beauty of beef. It's funny, it's dark, it's humanity in a nutshell. And it's a triple gold signal award-winning show from Next Chapter Podcasts. I'm Bridget Todd. Join me as I serve up the juiciest rivalries you've never heard of. Listen to Beef wherever you get your podcasts. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, bit to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I feel like I start every week off saying there's so much to talk about. There's so much to talk about. That's my imitation of myself. There's so much to talk about. Uh, <laughs> but the thing is, we will always have so much to talk about because when you spend your life talking about the trashiest, most unimportant things, there is an endless well. It is a bottomless pit. Life is good. Life is really good when you do what we do, which is basically talking shit. Because there's never... There's never like a, a dearth of shit. Well, now it's like, oh, Kevin Costner and Jewel touched. Are they fucking? Have they been fucking for 17 years? Like, like what we constitute as celebrity news has real the bar is below sea level, as I like to say. There Would is you no agree? Bar. There there yeah. is no bar. <laughs> there is no bar. And Kevin Costner is dancing with jewels. Absolutely. There's no yes. there's a dancing with jewel. Um, I feel like we're supposed to make a teeth joke, talk about him being a hundred years old, but you know what? <laughs> Let them fuck go for it. 
Who guys? Who you're rich. Cares? You're famous. Stick it in. Yeah. You know who does care? Fifty Cent does care <laughs> about <laughs> Sean P. Diddy Combs going to jail. He's not going to rest until Diddy goes to jail, and he is funding. Have you heard of this this documentary about I, the Diddy crimes, the Diddy accusations? Like they're not even called yet, and he's like he's casting it. Well, it's a documentary. He's not casting it, but he is. He is. He's producing it. To quote Deanna Chang, "This did come across my desk, but I didn't really, I didn't really delve into it. Like, what is the deal?" <laughs> The deal is that 50 Cent is producing a documentary about all this shit that's happening with Diddy. And like, R, like the R. Kelly I documentary? It is out of bitterness. Well, yeah, basically. Like, I think, you know, 50 Cent is a petty, petty bitch. Didn't he, like, is this a rumor or not that he once bought up the entire stadium or the entire uh, venue for a Ja Rule concert, just bought all the tickets on his own so no one? No. Is that real? You've never heard that before? I, I pray that that's real. I pray it's real. I pray I to the real. gods that it's real. It's brilliantly shady. Something that you don't remember is that he was doing a film deal with Lala from Vanderpump Rules' husband at the time. And and then okay. he messaged back. He messaged him and was like, you owe me a million dollars. Like, give it to me now. And Randall was like... Fofty, he like he was trying to text Fifty, and he texted Fofty, and he was like, "Fofty, I'll get you the money, like please." And basically, like Fifty Cent posting those screenshots of those text messages basically ended like Randall Emmett's career and his relationship with Lala because she was like absolutely mortified. Fifty, he's a petty ass bitch. I know that, he, like, and not just because of jaw roll. No, but he was like, "You owe me a million dollars." He's like, "I'll get it to you. I promise." Like, I need a week, and he's like, "You have twenty four hours. Like, you little bitch. Like, do it now." I do not understand people. I, I, I don't understand even. Can you imagine someone calling you and saying you owe me a million dollars? I would never no. do something where I'd owe someone a million dollars. Well, like no. pretend to buy a house and run away. Like, what would I do if someone would be like, you owe me a million dollars, and I think, need it in twenty four hours? I'd, I'd jump off a bridge. When I owe, if I owe like my credit card a thousand dollars, I'm like, uh, what am I gonna do? And then imagine walking around on this earth being like, I owe one million dollars to someone. You'd be dead. You know, I'm saying you'd be dead. Like if I owed someone a million dollars, I would be dead. But there are probably a million people in the world that owe someone a million dollars or more. Governments, millionaires, billion. Like that's just, I don't know. We live in the wrong side of the world financially. You know, when people are hoarders and they're like, well, it just got so bad that I just stopped trying. Like, that's what that is. Like you're yeah. like, oh, I owe someone so much money that it's like, it doesn't mean anything anymore because I'll never get out from under this. This, th I am not like anti-capitalist or a hater or anything like that. There should be no such thing as billionaires. It's just unnecessary. You know what I mean? Like if you have $900 million, you're good. You don't even yeah. need the extra hundred million to become a billionaire. It's just so, I, I don't know. At a certain point, it's just not a flex anymore. It's correct. It's just correct. weird. I, I agree with you. Joshua Jackson is dating Lupita Nyong'o. This is important, probably just to the two of them, but several people texted me about it, so I thought we would say it. I mean, they're getting. I mean, they're getting some play. I mean, Lupita Nyong'o. Yeah, I'm surprised yeah. he's not more famous than she is because she's a great actor right. and absolutely stunning. And jo I mean, I Joshua mean, Jackson sex tape kissing, kissing her feet is what he should be doing because. Someone's willing to write about him.
I, he's gorgeous, though. I do think he's gorgeous. I would watch them. I would watch them be uh, intimate with each other. I would watch what? them <laughs> in front okay. of your parents. I would watch Stop. them be intimate. How with dare each you? <laughs> I want to talk about the nose. Can we call it a nose piece that Bradley Cooper is wearing in the film Maestro? Well, Dominic, you know that I was just at the Academy Museum of Arts and Sciences. I didn't know that. With Natalie Katona and Julia Washington of guests of our podcast okay. fame. Fixies and, and former guest judges, yes. We were walking into the museum and there was like the setup for like the premiere party for that movie, like happening outside. But we were there at 11 o'clock in the morning. So obviously it wasn't happening until way late at night. But when I tell you, when we walked out at like 3 p.m., we were in slow motion, like trying to like oh, wow. see anyone and meanwhile it's just like pictures like nothing real it's just like little stanchions and like a red carpet like no one there and we're th- we're acting as if like bradley cooper could come out at any moment and we're walking in slow motion like idiots being like uh-huh what oh which way are we going like doing this whole thing <laughs> i thought you were gonna say that the nose piece was there and that you tripped oh, I over wish. it that's what i, I was hoping wish. i wish um, I, mean, I love it. I think he looks like Leonard Bernstein. I think it fits the character. I also think he looks sexy as hell with or without the nose. So like he could put one on his forehead and I would think it was brilliant. He's one of those for also, me. Don't, don't they do this all the time? Like people always get prosthetics yeah. in movies. It's a, this isn't that strange yes. to me. I have not seen pictures of it unless he looks insane, but also when you are playing a, famous public figure like you do need to look like them in the movie right another way of uh the bar just being so 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 low (laughs) (laughs) this is news this is what is important when people talk about current events with me i bring these things up instead because i don't (laughs) care to talk about current events um the windsors wills are they the windsors wills and kate are they the sussexes or the essexes they're the they're the windsors right no, they were of Windsor. No, they're the House of Windsor. Is this? But this they oh, were... Do you think we're frustrating everyone who's listening who actually knows? <laughs> yes, this? they're screaming. No, they're the House of Windsor. No, they're the Duke and Duchess of Cambridge, <laughs> or something no, like that. Sure, no, that's what they were before Elizabeth died. Now they're yeah. he's the Prince of Wales. Got it. And she's the Queen of Wales. Charles. No, the she, Princess I, of Wales. I think so. All People right. want to murder us. Well, People the moral like- of this giant conversation <laughs> is that they released their Christmas card and it is black and white. They're all wearing like white shirts and dark jeans. The, all three kids. I mean, they're lovely, but it's in black and white. And I'm very sorry. I just don't think it's appropriate for a Christmas card because it this looks like a- it looks like Schindler's List. I, I'm sorry. I had to say I looked at this and I'm like the royal family. No, I'm not. The royal family should not be given their history with their family and the Holocaust. They should not be putting anything in black and white because it looks like Schindler's List to me. I understand this is a wide turn. It is literally the first thing I thought of when I saw this photo. I'm like, you are all gorgeous in this Steven Spielberg production about an atrocity. This is not a Christmas card. Take them all back. It's also like a JCPenney photo shoot adjacent. Like they're trolling us. They're like, oh, you guys think that we have so much money here. We can dress like Americans that are in Rehoboth Beach and like are taking a photo on the beach. 
I cannot believe you just said Rehoboth because <laughs> when I looked at all the things we were going to talk about today, that was the line that I had prepared. I was going to say like, they look no. so I can't believe you just said that. I swear to God. Wait, That's do you know hilarious. that I met your cousins last night? Yes, I do. Yes. How were they? I met your cousins last night. They were fantastic. They came to my holiday show in Atlanta um, they laughed at anything that remotely resembled something we say on this podcast. So I knew that fixies were there. Um, and there were other fixies there too. Uh, some of whom I knew and some of whom only were coming to the show because they're aware of this podcast. And that has happened in Chicago and in DC, a fixie wearing a Judy Dench shirt came with her I husband can't. to see my show. I, it was, I felt I like I'd given birth when I saw that shirt. Yeah. And everyone I meet is just like, I keep telling them you're going to come with me next year for the holiday shows. And maybe we'll record some pods in, in all these cities. But um, I, people listen to this and it, it weirds me out sometimes. I'm so <laughs> flattered and honored and, and I love doing it. But when people are like, Oh my God, I'm taking a picture with a famous person, which is what someone said to me in Chicago. And I looked at her, I was like, you need to be put in a home. Like, I, what are you talking about? If I'm famous, what is, what is Meryl Streep? The Lord? Yeah. Like what, I would that talk about a low bar. Yeah. yeah. We are to fame as what, you know what I mean? Like, it's like one of those things. Like <laughs> Exactly. Well, know that my cousins were sending me photos of you on stage and saying you don't need a neck lift. So there's that. <laughs> As I said earlier, they are lovely and incorrect. I appreciate that feedback, though. You are aware that we I'm now getting ads for like neck tightening like things that you buy and like roll over your neck. <laughs> like for real. And well, please save them and, and send them to me. And in the, I might, if one is inexpensive, I will buy it for you for Christmas. But I also know that there are people in the, in the chat on Patreon that are sending like other, like ads that they're now getting for neck lift, like yes! neck tightening, like it's almost like a massager, but it's like to laser your neck <laughs> and it's like handheld. We might, I mean, sponsorship. Hello, Hi. Ding Dong. We need to, we might need to write them. I have started a revolution. Everyone's <laughs> going to be down with the gobbler. Gag the gobblers. Oh, I'm so excited to get that neck lift in 2024. I'm looking forward to that and Wicked, and that's it. That's the only thing I'm looking forward to next year. <laughs> By the way, we each have to claim responsibility for something that's happening in pop culture that was pitched on this podcast. Chris, you can talk about Lena in a moment, but I don't think I've discussed with you that the Golden Globes are back. They are back from pop culture purgatory, apparently, and their nominations were announced the other day, and they have a new category called uh, the Globe for Cinematic and Box Office Achievement. And basically, it's based on what? financials. You need to have made a certain. You need to have made one hundred and fifty million dollars on a film, and a hundred million of it had to be made in the United States. And then you get nominated for this award, which was which was my solution to fix the Oscars. But someone much trashier ran with the idea, which sort of tracks with my brand individually. So I'm fine that they took it. But a little credit should be paid here. Golden Globes. Now you're discriminating again, this time against a homosexual. I, and I say, how dare you? Dominic, I am in complete and utter shock. 
the fact that they stole this so clearly from us is appalling. Mm-hmm. And you know, Rebecca's always like, yep. everyone's listening to you. Everyone listens to your podcast. I believe it now. The Golden Globes followed your advice. And the Golden Globes really should have been a client of ours at some point, but it just yeah. got too racisty. And then I think maybe that's why we didn't do it. And tell us, please, about Lena. Oh, Lena, Lena Dunham is just, you know, doing a new show, not involved in it, like just writing it, doing exactly what I told her to do. Not a star, just writing it with two like up and coming, very big stars, uh, Meg Stalter and <sighs> what is the man's name? Something, a really hot man. All this to say, yeah, you're welcome, Lena. You're welcome. Add it to the list of people that have listened to us. Did you see Drew Barrymore rubbing Oprah's arm? Are you aware of this scandal? No. Oprah is basically, to promote the color purple, she's going on any show that will host her. It's almost embarrassing, but it's nice to see her again. Anyway, she goes on Drew Barrymore, and you know that Drew's thing is like she, like, tongue kisses and fingers her guests when they're on the couch with her. And Oprah was no different. And apparently she's like caressing Oprah's arm during the interview and that you can see Oprah like visibly make moves to sort of distance herself and do what someone that I went on a date once, which called the Oprah handshake, which is to keep people away from her for germ reasons. She holds her hands up and grabs the other person's hands. Uh, which I guess I never really noticed, but when you think about it, no, that is how Oprah greets me. No, that's her That's her thing. Like, if you someone did that, I would be like, oh, Oprah. Like, I would immediately connect that to Oprah Winfrey. That's so funny. I never, I, I never made that connection. I think it's fantastic. But when I look at the video of Drew and Oprah, I just see Drew being Drew. It is funny seeing her do it to someone as iconic as Oprah, but I, Drew can't help it. She's unhinged. Drew, in, in the best way, though. She's a good unhinged for me. I love whenever like A-list celebrities are like fangirling about other people. Like that is fun to me. Yes. Yes. Like that was Reese. Like the people that come to my holiday shows. Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. It is basically the same thing. You are to fame. Yeah. You are to fame as Drew Barrymore is to Oprah. Yeah. 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 yeah most of them are like, do you know Chris Rosa?" To be honest with you. I'm like, yes, young Gen That's Z woman. Point. I know Chris Rosa. Dominic, just know that I have a few tricks up my sleeve for your holiday show in New York. I'll just say that. Really? Yeah. I'm concerned. Is it something that will disrupt or distract from the performance? I might have to wait till the end, but like I will. Like I might have to wait till the end so I don't throw you off your game, but I got some tricks in my sleeves. Let's just say that. Oh, God. Have you decided where you'll be seated? I don't know. I'm going to have to roll the dice and figure it out. All right. I'm going to make sure they seat you very far away from the stage then is what this means. If you're bringing, if you're bringing an outside, if you're bringing props, I need to see too far away from the stage. Remember during my pride show when those elderly gentlemen sat yes. right at the edge of the stage and just yes. would not show, I was screaming at them from the stage and they couldn't even yeah. hear me. That's how deaf they were. I hope they come back and sit in the same, at the same table. I hope they're there. I hope they're there and they're like silent and like just listening and like, oh, mm-hmm. like, and they actually are fans of yours now because they had to sit through your show once for randomly no reason at all. I will kick, th- I will this time kick them in the head and tell them to go to the Golden Bachelor. I'm not even joking. Like, get out of my, get out of my house when I'm in there doing <laughs> They the were like, they were like three uh, Jerry rejects or Gary rejects. Yeah. They were- <laughs> 
They all had a lot of white hair is what I remember about them. Um, Deborah Messing is apparently mad at Megan Mullally for being friends with Susan Sarandon. You aware of this? <laughs> oh, uh, that is the strangest headline we've talked about yet. And we've had some doozies this episode. Why? Yeah. Why? Like, I, I don't know. I, I don't know where I must. I heard this probably at, um, at the United Nations or a bathhouse or one of the many other places I've been this week. But I will tell you that apparently the feud between Deborah Messing and Megan Mullally has been reignited ever since Susan Sarandon got canceled, you know, for, for saying those remarks about what's happening in the Middle East. And I guess because Megan is friends with Susan, Deborah Messing is sort of like reigniting it. I'm sure everything I'm saying is hearsay, but this is not. You're not listening to a journal. <laughs> this is not a news organization you've dialed into, listeners. This is just shit that we hear, but that's what I've heard. The bar, again, the bar is so low. I want Deborah Messing to take a very long break from fame. That's what yeah. I want. I think I've wanted that for a while. The bar is just so low. And I don't it. like that I feel like gay people have turned on Deborah Messing, but you know, we should fix her. We, we, she should be the topic of something because I only, oh. these days I only hear negative things about her and I think she needs Let, our help. Add her to the list. Let's do it. Oh, Dominic, the fact that I wait, I do this every time now, but the fact that I waited this long to tell you this story. A gust of wind has told me that I, that they think they've confirmed that I'm right about Vanessa Lachey on the set of Love is Blind. Meaning what? Meaning that she's at war with the production company. Ah, interesting. And I don't know anything more than that. And I can't say anything more than that. But just know that I'm boots on the ground up to stuff in L.A. about to find out more. I can't, you're knee deep in it. And what, what other phrases can we use? I don't even know. <laughs> I'm in a pod and I'm listening. Um, I'm going to listen to a faceless being tell me the dirt. And I'm hopefully going to be able to report it back here. As much as we make up all these things, they're right. People, the ideas are good. We're correct about random things that we think. Like we're getting confirmation left, right, and center. Yeah, we really do have our ears to the ground and our boots. <laughs> and our we're boots. on the ground. We're just on the ground. That's We're just it. falling. We're, we've fallen. On the ground. We've fallen on the ground. <laughs> and can't get <laughs> off the ground. Yeah. I mean, we're going to have to go uh, to our guest and our client, but um, I, I don't even know where to start with these George Santos cameos. So let's just talk I, about I, them next week. Uh, because yeah, no, it's, they are, we have too much. It's, it's too, too much. much. It's, I almost it's, can't even handle that I brought it up. I'll probably faint. I'm probably going to faint. I would like to say that I'm entering the last leg of my holiday show uh, and I will be at the cutting room in New York City. The show is almost sold out. So please snatch those teaks and it will be uh, this Sunday, the 16th. And then on Monday, the 18th, I'll be at Oasis in San Francisco. And then on Wednesday, the 20th, I'll be in Los Angeles at the Virgil. Please go to my website. Get those ticks. Domentary.com. Love you. Um, just know that past guests and cookies will be at every single one of those shows, by the way. I have confirmation. Yeah, the cookies have have been overrepresented at each location. It's pretty, there are more people, there are more cookies than fixies there. <laughs> yeah. 
Just know, just know that it's happening. Anyway, uh, guys, if you're not listening to the Patreon, I don't know what to tell you. We uh, just put out a absolutely unhinged Aubrey O'Day episode that has a visual companion on the Fixing Famous People Instagram account that shocked the nation and the world, rightfully so. And there's much, much, much more where that came from. So if you're not in the Patreon, I don't know what to tell you. Just go to patreon.com slash Fixing Famous People and that's all. I mean, I know we're not a news organization, but nothing about Aubrey O'Day has ever shocked the nation. I'm going to say that. Nothing. <laughs> nothing. How dare you? I'm gonna, we are, if people.com's Instagram is a new, news organization, we are a news organization. I guess Thank you're you right. so much. I guess you're right. <laughs> <laughs> we could talk all day, obviously, as you all know, but I have the number one guest that I've wished to come on this podcast since its inception is in the waiting room and we got to go. So I'll see you guys. Hallelujah. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Okay, listeners, I am what? I am excited for this guest. (laughs) I'm going to lay something on you, and it's embarrassing because I just met you two seconds ago, but... When we were creating this podcast and people were like, who is your like pie in the sky, like dream guest to have on this show? When I tell you that Lacey Mosley, scam goddess herself, was the number one guest that I wrote down immediately without even thinking about it. I am telling the truth. And she is here. We bow to you, scam goddess herself, Lacey (laughs) Mosley. Oh, thank you, Chris. Thank you, Dominic. I'm so happy to be here. I'm excited. Yes. Yes, I've been a part of the congregation for like from the jump, basically. Wow. An OG congregate. OG. And when I tell you that like you, when we were like in lockdown, like I didn't leave this apartment for two weeks because I live in New York and like couldn't go outside. I listened to so many episodes of your show, like laughing hysterically when I had no reason to laugh other than listening to Scam Goddess. And like, I'll always remember that. So thank you. Oh, thank you. I was locked in my apartment uh, yeah. doing the episodes <laughs> like an insane person. Just 
<laughs> in my apartment on a microphone and a computer like hey that's when we were first doing zoom podcasts that was the beginning of the zoom podcast we were doing it live and then we never looked back now we're yeah. all zoom podcasting like half of the time yes. it's crazy but yeah but like truly like 2020 i was like sitting there being like thank god Lacey's still doing her podcast because i like thank have you. to like listen to this and like <laughs> it's the only thing that's bringing me joy <laughs> Thank you. It so was bring me joy too. Thank you. It's I'm very like I'm humbled that you allowed yourself to come on this podcast because I love you. Anyway, that's all. Okay, all brown nosing aside. <laughs> So my pussy pink, my booty all brown. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> we're here. I mean, I don't even need to explain your, I mean, Scam Goddess is the best podcast ever. Lacey goes through scammers from now, like the 1800s, everywhere in between, and just recaps all kinds of scammers. And it is the best. If you're not listening, I don't know what you're doing. It's the best. <laughs> Anyway, we're not here to talk. Well, we are here to talk about a scammer, actually. Oh, sadly. yeah, we are. <laughs> we're actually definitely here to talk about a scammer, and his name is Perez Hilton. Ooh. Even his How? name is a scam. That's not, that's somebody else's name. Right? Yeah, his name is from Paris Hilton. Like, he said, like, I, Paris Hilton was, like, a famous it girl, and I wrote Perez Hilton just to, like, get Absolutely. Clicks. Yeah, like, he has yeah. admitted that. It was like, well, how could that. he not? I mean, it was pretty obvious at the time. And he's not, oh, you know what? We almost, we, we, I don't care how hateful he is. We still have to do what we do on this podcast. Oh, and that is, I know the middle name of the client and you and Chris will have to guess what his middle name is. It's what we do around here to kick things off. Now, Perez's real name is Mario Lavendera Jr. What are your guesses for what his middle name would be? Ooh, I got to go Antonio. I was going to say Anthony because, which is also Dominic's middle name. I'm so happy that I don't have that in common with him right off the bat. <laughs> it is not Anthony, but it is, this is very funny. You're both in the same uh, wheelhouse. It is Armando, Mario oh, Armando Lavendera Jr. Okay, that's the closest I've ever been. I like that's the closest anyone's ever come. This is Lacey, sort of like I've, a double showcase, one dollar <laughs> over bullshit right here. Someone's going home with both showcases. This is great. I got a washing machine. Yes. <laughs> you also won Chris's washing machine because you came closer. That's how. That's what we're doing here. I knew it had a little sasson on it too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and he is from. Uh, he was born in Miami, Florida, to Cuban parents, and raised in Little Havana. And he has talked about his childhood a lot, particularly when he is accusing some of the attacks on him as being racist, <laughs> which they're just not. Because Mario, of you that are a white all. Cuban. Let's be serious <laughs> and for real. Let's be so serious and for real. <laughs> also, not Lacey using his government. <laughs> That's all he will be called from for, for here on out, Mario. <laughs> I remember when he. I mean, I, w I went to his site probably a thousand times a day oh, when he was at his peak. I think every day. Did. Every um, day. I, I knew it was distasteful. We could all actually see him taking it too far and like unraveling himself by just, you know, his, his claim to fame was writing dirty shit on photos of celebrities, penises, cum shots, nasty words about people. He started doing it to celebrities that were underage and then routinely apologizing for it. But like, we knew it was distasteful, but we went every day because he just, 
he had the, he had tea. He was doing something that other people were not doing yet. And it was the days of MySpace. So we have to remember, like, this is like Tila Tequila. This mm-hmm. is like the time where the internet, you, it was the Wild West. You could really Correct. just do anything on that page. Right. And nobody, there were no regulations. It wasn't like Cardi B, like, Sue and Tasha K times. Like, this was when... You could do and say whatever you want. You could make up things out of thin air. And Perez Hilton made that name. It was so smart because he was like, what can I do that's going to get me clicks, but also for bitches who can't read good? Right, right, <laughs> right, like, right. You wanted to type in Paris Hilton, but you really, you ain't been to Paris. You ain't been to France. <laughs> okay. So the girls were just guessing. And yeah. They were just going with whatever the first O was on Google, you know, or on Ash so Jeeves. Funny. We were still asking Jeeve. It was for people Yahoo. that were on their computer and wasted and they fell asleep on their keyboard. That's like, what, yeah. you know. That, that. <laughs> we were binging. This is for yeah. the bing community. <laughs> and how dare you invoke Ask Jeeves on this podcast? <laughs> <laughs> Jeeve was like, I don't know, Perez. Is that what you mean? <laughs> <laughs> Do you mean Perez? <laughs> Lacey, you are right. Is like it really was one the wild west where you could just do any like anyone could do anything i mean not don't forget like he would then he would take a photo that he found on the internet upload it to like paint and then like use an eraser that's how he drew on the people like it was it like the clip art like the little yeah clip, it was uh, like paperclip man was like do you want to draw a penis he was like well yes <laughs> and then that was it really was like you could do anything and it I feel like not enough when we talk about like Britney Spears and Paris Hilton and um, Lindsay Lohan and all the people that we like dragged through the mud in like the early 2000s. We don't enough point to like, look at the quote unquote news, the celebrity news that was going around. It was Perez Hilton who was like always slamming either Britney, Paris Hilton, Amy Winehouse, Mm -hmm. Lindsay Lohan. Mm-hmm. Dina Lohan, rightfully, and like I allow that one. Yeah, drag her. Uh, yeah, and then yep. like any other, like mostly female celebrities that were like trying to do. You know what I mean? Like the fact that Britney Spears in her book did not say the words Perez Hilton is a crime because she should have. It. Don't give him no that. Doubt. That's on purpose. That's, but she that's should absolutely have slammed him left, heart. right, and center. Do you know what I mean? Like she should have been like made some allusion to him because he was so bad to her and like so many other people. But he would have lived, and she yeah. knew that. Yeah. I think that was her serving. She was like, you mean nothing to me. Yeah, never seen true. you. You're well, she probably alive. also truly had never seen him. Like, she has no idea who he is. <laughs> I bet he wanted it so bad. I bet he must have read that book and was so disappointed oh, he that he was wasn't thirsting. mentioned. Read every single page. Flipping it real slow. Licking his thumb every single page. Just hoping <laughs> to get a, a glimmer of Mario. And I bet you he was gagged. I bet you when he got to the end, he was, like, flipping over the, the uh, editor note. Like, just hoping. Yeah, oh, yeah. Like, I'm like sure acknowledgement. Yeah. Like, acknowledgement. <laughs> he was like, I got to be in here somewhere. I ruined this bitch's I, life. I bet he's lobbying her to be in the follow up, actually. <laughs> it, just needs to, it just needs to be about him. He needs he's to in be Barnes and Noble just like time. writing himself in the back. Like, but yeah. I also ruined her life, too. It wasn't just Justin. He wasn't <laughs> the only crunchy haired blonde who ruined her life. <laughs> yeah. And whenever Justin was laying on the, on the floor, like with his guitar, he also opened up his computer to PerezHilton.com. Right. Oh, she is. Oh, she is. I told him that. <laughs> <laughs>
I, as I was doing my research for this episode, the research which began maybe about a minute after we started recording, I am really just stunned by how much shit he did before the thing that I thought was his Molly, you in danger girl moment. Because the moment for me when I knew he was done was when he revealed who won RuPaul's Drag Race. <laughs> Uh, season two or three, it was whenever Raja won Drag Race. Mm-hmm. And he posted on his site before the show aired because um, that was, back then they didn't record three separate endings the way that they do now on certain competition shows. They recorded just the one for who actually won. And when he spilled that Raja won, that moment, just speaking first as a reality producer, changed a lot of things about how shit is recorded on reality shows. Because if you want to record uh, a live to tape result show, you have to now record multiple endings because of what Perez Hilton did to RuPaul's Drag Race. I also knew once he fucked with RuPaul and World of Wonder that he was going to be assassinated any time after that. And he <laughs> did quickly go down not not too long after that. That was, for me, that was the beginning of his end. Wait, but Dominic, there's so there's two things that are, are on oh, my radar that are a way, way, but like huge, humongous ones that like, ended him too are you okay so are you ready yeah i'm i'm ready to go so i mean let's for one whole second like he did have us all in the palm of his hand like when it was popping it was pop like when it was like really happening like he was the now you have all these people on tiktok that think they're like entertainment tonight 2.0 that like think that they're like the next correspondent for like every show he really did have us like in like he was the person now it's there's an entire industry of like this going on, AKA our podcast for right. half of it. Like, <laughs> right. Like so many, but, but like there's an art industry that does this. Like he was really the only independent person that was like truly doing it. And he would be referenced by like E! News, by Entertainment Tonight. Yes. Like they would reference, they would pick up on his stories once they gained traction and no. reference him on television. Yeah, no, so they treated was- him with reverence, some of them, like having him on as an expert the way they would with like Michael Musto or somebody. Like he was, he was considered a culture expert mostly because of his, he did get some scoops, but he was appealing to a younger audience and he was an internet guy. Like that was what he was. A, a, he was a, one of the very first internet famous reporters in that way. And then I remember him reporting a lot about Fergie and Josh Dumel. Oh, Do you God. remember this? No, whatever the incident was, I did. They were like say, getting, was this when Fergie was like doing flips. No, I mean, I love that video and quote it every day, but no, it was not one for you. <laughs> it wasn't. Ah! No. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Listen, for what Fergie didn't have in vocals, she was going to give you an extraness. Nobody Absolutely. ever asked Fergie to do none of that stuff, but she said, I'm going to do a flip. She's like, I'm <laughs> like, doing front flips at, P.S., you know that like that morning concert thing, it starts at like five in the morning. Like mm-hmm. she starts performing like in Rockefeller Center at like 5.30 a.m. So like, not baby, only you was got she- in hair and makeup at 2.30 a.m. Yeah, and correct. Flips, flips, <laughs> full on flips. It was. I mean, just one justice for Fergie. Let's play some basketball. Is all I have to say. Anyway, oh, moving God. right along. <laughs> she, the, he was reporting a lot on there, like because like he was cheating on her allegedly, and then like blah blah blah. So he was reporting a lot on them, and then something happened, and I'm not going to pretend like I remember exactly what happened, but he met the black eyed peas somewhere like out or saw them and like got into a fight with them 
Right. And like with all of the bees? I don't know. Like maybe with the manager. Like, boom, I think it was with pow. his man with the manager. Like, yeah, oh. yeah. Like truly truly boom boom pow. Lacey, how dare you? <laughs> Only with the sweet bees. No, he I think it was the manager that he had gotten into like a physical he had claimed he'd gotten into a physical altercation with and, some an incident in Toronto with their manager. And then was like went on his site and did a video where he was like calling them all the F word and like Fergie, you're a stupid bitch and like, fuck you. And like, blah, blah, blah. Like really like bad, like unhinged behavior. And I remember that was a thing where people were like, okay, this is like, wait, like, what are you doing? Like that was someone feeling their oats and glad started screaming at him saying he had to apologize. And eventually he did apologize, but he said, I'm not apologizing to glad I'm apologizing to the gay community. And that was when we all just sat back and went, this bitch, you are. Now, I'm confused because is... I thought we took the word back. I don't say it personally because I am not a gay man, but I know people say it, but I don't know. I mean, I guess it's I, how you say it. Or I where, think or... that, well, I think that one, he was like <laughs> using it as an insult. Like he was using it in, the, in a hurtful right. way, which is not okay. And then also, I mean, please, Dominic and I say it 75 times at the beginning. Before I'll you come on, before Lacey. We're done. Well, yeah. yeah, like we, please, we are in it. We're two idiots, but. Oh, like, so he was trying to use it as a slur. Yes. To people who are not gay. I mean, he was oh, using it. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. I need yeah. a context. Okay. No, no, so he yeah, wasn't yeah, trying sure. to just be like flipping. He was actually trying to. He was no, trying he to was hate like, crime them. <laughs> yeah, he was hate crime. He was hate crime them. Yes, correct, Lacey. That's sorry. Hilarious. I'm so sorry. That was not explained earlier. It's yeah. to give it a little more context. It's important that a couple of years prior to that, he is credited with outing Lance Bass a couple of years before that. Or or forcing Lance to come out because I think Lance knew that Perez was going to print something saying that he was gay. And so Lance had to come out because Perez was going to do that. And Perez, I'm, what is this? I'm on the wiki page. Uh, Perez told Access Hollywood, I don't think it's a bad thing. If you know something to be a fact, why not report it? Why is that still Listen, the oppressed taboo? can be the oppressor, okay? Yeah. <laughs> There's nowhere in the rule book that says that. <laughs> Just because you identify someone that you you can't be evil, you know? Right. Oh, no, well, that's the thing. And he's not, he's wrong. And especially as a gay man, he should consider himself to be wrong, but he didn't. And I think that was, that, that was the beginning of the term. I'm still saying with fucking with Drag Race was the moment, but he's also credited with maybe pushing NPH to come out a little, so, a little sooner than he wanted to, uh, in the same vein that he was going to print something like some hard evidence or something. Which is so ridiculous. Like, mind your fucking business. And I think, honestly, the karma that you put out, like, it will come see your ass. Like, like the ghosts of Christmas. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's seen him for the past 10 years, really. I mean, yeah, he's no, not. Truly. Yeah, it has, okay. it has visited him. So I have another bomb to drop on you, Dominic, is that blogs don't really exist anymore. We're in a point where, like, social media happens. The iPhone is, like, the prevailing. Like, we're not on, on PressHilton.com anymore to, like, get our celebrity news because we can just go right to the celebrities. Right. We get it from fixing famous people now. Or our, where I get my celebrity no, I mean, news. I mean, no. We, <laughs> sure. Well, we get it from people.com's Instagram account. That's what we yes, get, where we get it from. We, everyone so, needs a lord. Yes. Yeah, yeah. That's ours. <laughs> So press is like, fuck, like, what do I do? You know what I mean? Like, I'm now like obsolete. And he was about to, well, he started to become very good friends with a woman named Stephanie Germanata, AKA Lady Gaga. And they started to be like, when she was rising to like that, like when she skyrocketed to fame, 
and like everyone was like captivated by her she would like bring him on red carpets they would like kiss on red carpets together like weirdly they became like very good friends together and he was then given this deal that was like his big like transition to television where he was going to have this like talk show slash I think it was like a late night kind of like almost like an access Hollywood but more like more gay, more like reality television news and like stuff that we would want to hear. And he was going to have this huge show and they like gave all this press to it. And Lady Gaga was going to be like the first big, huge exclusive interview that, or that he got. They like go to film it and something happens on the set and it's like all over the internet that like she storms off the set and blah, 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 and this and that. And it doesn't happen. And like basically this show immediately gets canned because they're like, we just promised everyone this humongous interview and you're not delivering on it. So it gets completely wiped off the face of the earth and lady gaga goes in the press and is like we were drinking i gave him two full days of my time to like interview with me and be with me and be in my house and like be with and i was giving him full access and the minute that he could he asked me about my ex-boyfriend and he asked me all these questions after i had been drinking and like didn't have my back and was like you exploiting me right so i was like i so she said like fuck you and like she walked off and she didn't do it and it ruined the whole thing and she basically was like you should you shouldn't be doing that to me. Like I gave you so much. Like I'm the reason that this show is existing. Like fuck you. Like don't ask me things that I told you not to ask me. Why the fuck would he? Um, okay, first of all, bitch, you just dumb as hell. <laughs> <laughs> like you're dumb as fuck. Like this woman. You, I know what happened. Lady Gaga was like, oh, look at me being a mother, being a mother, helping yeah. helping a gay down on his luck, helping yeah. him. <laughs> and then I'm sure he's just kissing her ass all up in her booty crack. Like your mother, your mother, you're the queen, you're the queen. She's like, let me help him. I'm a benevolent queen, right? Help him. You know, she's a theater kid. Okay. So I'm sure she's, everybody around is like, girl, you are very annoying. And he's like, no, you're not, girl. Go off. Have your titties out while you're having your meeting with your management. <laughs> <laughs> Write an album about an auntie that died that you never met. And then play it for your grandmother and try to make her cry. Do that. Be weird. <laughs> be gay. Uh -huh. And then... And then the second that you get this opportunity, why don't you be gentle with her? And then you can be nasty with the rest of these bitches that you get on the show. Why would you fuck it up with the person who put you on? Go be a nasty bitch to everybody else that you get from the clout that she gave you. Why would you do that to mother? Like, what are you doing? You're biting the hand that fed you. Like, And by that point, too, like he had survived too much where he was just sort of in his head becoming like, this bad boy, sort of like what I would imagine Piers Morgan thinks he is, you know, where he gets like to talk shit and keeps getting rehired. No, for real. He thought and he, he was a just, fucking mastermind. It's like, no, you're a dumbass, is what you right. are. That yeah. he thought he could, he just thought he could shit on anyone and just still keep working because the brand was keep doing fucked up shit and I'm going to keep moving forward. Like when Michael Jackson died, he had posted, <laughs> he claimed for a minute that it was a publicity stunt. And then Michael Jackson actually was dead. He kept doing all these things, like horrible things, getting called out for all these horrible things and survived. So that's what we, I had to is, realize too, as a, like working about scams and talking to scammers and working a lot in the scam industry, a lot of people will think because you're kind that you're stupid. And I've had right. to I've had to check a lot of motherfuckers. So I'm like, I'm kind, but the second that you try to play me, I will quickly remind you that I am not fucking stupid and you will be looking dumb very quickly. So that's what he thought. He thought he kissed up to her and that the whole time he was working manipulation, she actually thought that he was a kind person. And the second that he tried to ply her with alcohol and play her, she had to kick his ass. I mean, honestly, I would have beat him up too. I would have been like, give me your clothes. <laughs> I would have made him walk naked down the street out of my palatial mansion and the gated community. I would 
would have humiliated his ass. I'm like, Mario, and give me them clothes too, bitch. No, wardrobe, take all his shit. And then make him shame. I was like, if somebody find a bell, prop, find a bell. Shame. Shame. <laughs> Fucking leave my property. Oh, so is Gaga God. do we is Gaga the dragon that slayed Perez? What do well, you think then, that was the last slice? Well, then it's like the dust settles, and then allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. Oh, I know what's coming. He is then like looking at an apartment in her building. Yes. Or something like that. Yes. Or she finds out he's in her apartment. Stalker. Like in her building mm-hmm. or something. And she goes on Twitter and is like, get your fucking ass out of my apartment, like all capitals. And this is like before Instagram was what it is today. So like you just see like one of the most famous people in the world, like tweeting full capitals, like, like get out of my apartment. And everyone's like, what the fuck is happening? And she finds basically she like rips him a new asshole on Twitter being like, you're trying to get into my building. You are a stalker. Like, go fuck yourself. Like, blah, blah, Mm -hmm. blah. And like from and then that I think was like the nail in the coffin because from her point of view, he is then trying to be petty and like stalk her and like get back at her right. by moving into her building to like attack her or something. Obviously, I don't think he was actually moving into her building to try to attack her, but he like it like became this huge news story because everyone was so confused. Like Demi Lovato, like, leave her alone. I mean, get a was, job. Exactly. It was creepy then. It sounds much creepier now. Like if that if that had taken place in 2023, someone would have he would have been visited by people. Oh, there would be an ABC. It would be like the Gaga and the Perez. Like what are those? Like you know what I mean? Like the housewife and the hustler. Like it would be like there would be a <laughs> there would be a Dateline about it if that happened today. Oh, what sure. is? I know he lives in in the city now. He lives in Manhattan. But what does he do? Now, does Perez Hill? Should I go to the site? Well, then he, well, then he lost weight. Remember, he lost like a shit ton of weight. Yeah, and like tried to be sexy, which then everyone was like, oh, "No thanks." Bless her. Bless her. her. Bless her. <laughs> I don't even. I don't know if I'm calling that a card, baby. That face check. <laughs> <laughs> that face money order. So he tried to, that was like a thing. Like once he was like totally canceled and like kind of like had no prospects, he then was like, let me be sexy. And that didn't really ever pan out. The Delulu is strong. Yeah. With yeah. <laughs> and then I think he kind of like he, then he kind of started to like go on podcasts to be like, I so feel like Michael bad. Must- oh, like oh, oh, oh. I'm uh, like, look what I did. Like eventually I have listened to him on podcasts where he was like, I was really hot. And then like, I got. He, I think he was sued a bunch. Like I don't. I'm making sure all this, up. this is no, all. No, no, you're not making it up. You're but not. Like, I he remember was. him saying like I had a lot of lawsuits against me and I had to settle all of them. And so like all the money I made off of like everything I did, like I lost from like having to like be in court f- with like A, B, and C person. Brittany was involved in some of that as well. I bet he was sued, but for uh, illegally posting recordings by Britney Spears on the site in like 2007. It was like oh, 10 really? uncompleted songs and unfinished recordings. And uh, I believe they settled with the record company. He did, meaning. Which he is, is why babe. he's not in that book. She knows about him. That's the mm-hmm. Sagittarius. She said, I know about you, but I'm not talking about you. You mean yeah. nothing. <laughs> well, and during her whole meltdown, he was, I mean, you know, the world Uh-oh. was unkind during that. But he was the, the absolute empress of unkindness oh. through the entire moment. I saw the photo, like the photo. We all know which on one. On his site. In his, on Perez Hilton. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 100%. Like 100%. Yeah. 
And he he tried to like kind of be like I feel bad. Like he did do like an apology tour eventually. This is years later of being like I kind of fucked up and now I I have nothing to show for it now and I'm like hated by everyone and I mm-hmm. I like what do I do? And everyone was kind of like I don't really know. Yeah. And I <laughs> and don't really was- care. It's kind of like when you show contrition and it's because you have nothing left, then are you really sorry? Or is this literally the last resort, bitch, because you're broke and everyone hates you? Like, this is not real remorse. <laughs> like, you just literally have nothing left. If you were rich and somebody gave a fuck about your bitch ass, then you probably wouldn't be apologizing. You're literally only doing it right. because this is the only reason that people would want to hear you speak because they literally don't give a fuck about you. And like, it didn't work, or we wouldn't be talking about him right now. Right. Today. Like, what's an apology if I come in and break in and rob your house and break up all your shit and then you catch me you, I, I, i'm sorry uh forgive me <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah you. what do you mean if no, you left here with all my shit you wouldn't be apologizing to me <laughs> no, he is fucked he's given several interviews in recent years too where he talks because he has three children now i think three that he was got, also like, a round i think he did he was like let me adopt some kids and put them on display like look at y'all i'm a father that didn't work i yeah, took yeah. in all these work. houseless kids they didn't have no house before me y'all really gonna <laughs> y'all really not gonna give me a job no more when <laughs> i got house <laughs> y'all want these kids and i have a house again because they already had no house before uh, <laughs> think about the children y'all don't want to think about <laughs> me well listen you're in the zone here because he in these interviews has said I know that my kids are going to get bullied because of what I've done. And people are going to say shit to my kids when they see me holding their hands in public. So what you're, what you're saying is not even an exaggeration. He's still using them as a way to say like, please leave me alone. Please help me, et cetera, et cetera. And it's not Who's calling the paps for Perez Hilton. Like Perez, you're calling the paps. Mario, you mm-hmm. call it paps. We hold your kids. <laughs> hands. Well, exactly what he told, what he informed us that Lindsay was doing all those years ago. He is now the person who probably is doing it. He's like, yo, okay, we're going to wait in the lobby. Daddy, I'm hungry. We got to wait in the lobby. The <laughs> yeah. so, we can, so they can see I'm holding your hand and then we can get some sympathies. Do y'all yeah, want to like, shut eat up, tomorrow? Shut up. Yeah. <laughs> These sympathies are paying the bills. <laughs> We need seven sympathies to keep the lights on. Uh. <laughs> no, but like truly, yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's not good. It's bad. This is a hard PS. Like this is a hard, like I have thought for days of like, how do you fix this person? Like, and it's hard. Like it's hard. And he was honestly, he's done enough actual bad shit to people that some people may not get over that he, I struggled with whether or not he even qualified as a person to be on the show. But now that we've been just utterly roasting him for the past half hour, I know that he was the correct choice because the most important qualification is can can we mock you and feel good about it? I think the other thing I want to bring up really quickly is that the press is a relation. You have a relationship with the press. Like it is a machine and it is its own entity. And like, when you're someone who's constantly like breaking these stories or doing this or doing that, like, and you're just making enemies, like, like if you're just there making enemies all the time, like you're not like you have no job now because you have made enemies with every other person that could have given you a job in some form or another. Exactly. And also the perform like the actors, like how do you expect to be on a red carpet and nobody wants to talk to you? Because at a certain point, that's a relationship that has to be built. Like Correct. I've been on carpets, like, uh, cause people don't know this, like, especially when you're starting out, like 
everyone but like you go on press tours and sometimes the studio pays for it but sometimes as an actor you pay for it it's very expensive like if you see actors at lots of red carpets and stuff there's a good chance that either the studio if it's a big movie paid for it or the actor paid for it themselves so like sometimes you'd be thinking people are popping and really they just paid a pr firm to make sure they could be at every party like they're not really popping like that it's all a game. And so when you start out, maybe nobody wants to take a picture of you. But then when you get real popping, everybody wants to take a picture. Everybody wants a video. And then you get to decide who you want to talk to. So if you're somebody who's running stories about me and bleaching my booty hole and stuff or, or you know, you're talking, <laughs> you know what I mean? Or, or, you know, you're talking about what I did last weekend. Are you getting pictures of my coochie stepping out of the car? I'm not going to talk to right. you on a carpet. Yeah, correct. So it's like if you piss everybody off, then, like, nobody's going to want to work with you. And he made sure to make an enemy out of everybody. I've never seen such a strong narcissist. He was running over everybody. Like, he had no loyalty. I can't believe what he did to Lady Gaga. Like, she was fucking with you when nobody would. And no then, immediately... He didn't even wait long enough for me. I'm like, bro, the show ain't even come out. Shit ain't even aired. You go yeah, let, over yeah. while y'all right, in production. Right. But he thought he already won. He thought because the cameras were rolling that and the contracts were signed that she couldn't fuck all that shit up. Like, you underestimated how powerful that bitch was. And that was yep. on you. You're stupid. Mm-hmm. And also that yeah. shows me that he hates women. I already knew that from the stuff that I heard about on his yeah. blogs. But like you hate women, you think they're stupid, and you thought that you were smarter than her. You thought because you weaseled your way into her life that you had her. And you were wrong. There was something about his tone. Well, it, <clears throat> it always was very anti-woman, you know, like crotch shots and everything he did to Britney, everything he did to Gaga. It was always very consistently anti-woman. But Jealousy. it was also probably... Probably a hint of that, or by a hint, like a ton of it, maybe a coating, <laughs> maybe all of it. <laughs> but he he was, there was something always that was too, you're right about the personality disorder, because it was almost too aggressive. There was something way too gleeful about the misfortune of celebrities, which is is not unlike what the tone of Twitter is when anything happens to anybody. But as far as celebrities go, oh, that God. sort of... That hate, like that act, that gleeful hate of misfortune sort of started with his sight. Like it wasn't, we're all catty. It's not about being catty, but it's about the joy in fucking someone over or the, the absolute joy in being guttural towards someone that was different from other gossip sites that wouldn't have existed probably if Perez did it. It's like you have so much more than me. You take all these pretty pictures. You live this glamorous lifestyle so I want bad things to happen to you because my life will never be as good as yours so when bad things happen to you I take glee in that because I'll never have the life you have. Dehumanizing. Defacing the way a psycho would to the photo of an ex, you know, putting graffiti on it, doing exactly what he did on his site was. Can you imagine sitting at your computer doing that? No. Like sitting at like sitting down, taking time out of your day. Let's open up paint. Click it, clack, 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 clack. Let's pull, pull up the photo. Doop, 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 drag, drop. And then you're sitting there like, what color should I use today? Uh, let's use red. Click, click, red, drag. What are we gonna draw on Britney's face? Hmm. Uh, let's do well, I did a penis yesterday. Mm, okay, let's today, let's do devil horns and then maybe no, let's add a penis with the devil horns. Like what like you're sitting <laughs> yeah, there no, doing you're, that. Yeah. Well, and I remember he used to always put like little like blobs of like pee coming out of like Amy Winehouse's like skirts and stuff. Like right. he would and then meanwhile, like then like a month later she dies. You know what I mean? Like it's like he was like reporting on all of her like relapses and like all that. Like again, someone who was like in addiction not well 
not just, oh, Paris and Brittany went out drinking and it was funny. Someone who really needed help and instead of helping her, like, or saying her this dad is bad. was enabling her like yeah, she has like, no one around we were, her helping her boyfriend yeah. was also an addict like and you're also adding to that like she can open up her computer and see that you're adding pee to her leg and making fun of her weight what right yeah it's bad and but the thing that's sad is that like not for nothing go on fucking tiktok there's nine hundred thousand million perez hilton wannabes mm-hmm. that now, are all over sure there. well that's why i said yeah. like that his the tone of his site is the tone of twitter now i mean yeah, it is just 100 like the, the joy of and look I, I i'll take a certain joy if someone who is truly hateful uh has a bad moment but that's not what was happening with him he was taking he was taking his own insecurities out on people who were just having a bad time not who were bad people you know and it was uh I don't know. I don't know if he should be proud that his he was the first sort of it, it just went beyond Hedda Hopper. It was like can you imagine Hedda Hopper uh drawing uh pee coming out of Amy Winehouse's leg no. in the newspaper in 1950? <laughs> no. That's what he did. He ruined he temporarily or maybe permanently ruined that art form actually. You know, like of gossip because there is there can be a sort of like majesty or elegance in like being a gossip columnist, like being connected like Liz Smith was pretty elegant as a gossip columnist. Mm-hmm. Mario Lavendera, not so. Well, and there's like a world, there's a realm where it's like, there's something that can be so gossipy. Like I heard that these two people are going to be doing a movie together. Not like, did you hear that Amy Winehouse went to rehab again? Yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? There's a world in which it can be like fun and not titillating. Hurtful. Yes. Mm-hmm. Titillating. Exactly. Great word. Exactly. Yeah, and not like lowbrow and gauche. Like what he's doing, and also what he was doing was childish and despicable. And at times, just like it wasn't even gossip. He was just making shit up and being like a goofball. Like, right. wh- like what are you even doing? Like you're on Microsoft Paint. Like this is so goofy. And like there was plenty of real gossip he could have been talking about. I think I don't know. It was just like loser behavior. Like he's just such yeah. a big loser. Yeah. So. All it was was projection. It's like all his inner feelings that he was just putting out on the page. And I don't think there, I don't know if we could fix that. I don't know if years of therapy and, and, and I don't know, psychiatry could fix that. He wrote a book like a year or two ago, I think, where he was talking about how Perez was created and how he became so hated and all this stuff. I didn't read it. I don't think I will. But if anyone wants those answers, it's probably, it's probably he in really that book. wrote a book. I love the language of how he became so hated as if uh, it was some kind of wild force that created it. That's I think so, you yeah, have to be yeah. like how I made people right. hate me. Like, I think, <laughs> yeah, you, have to, yeah, yeah. I think you, you missing some words in there that add accountability because <laughs> yeah. became so hated just makes it seem like you tripped and failed and people hated you. Like, I think. Yeah, you tripped and failed. <laughs> I think you did some things. <laughs> in October of 2020, he published a memoir called TMI. My Life in Scandal, and in the book he unveils, quote, the story of how Mario Lavender became Perez Hilton, the world's first and biggest celebrity blogger, while also becoming the most hated man in Hollywood. Yeah. I don't believe that's the entire title of it, but uh, that's what was in quotes on Wikipedia, so I just spouted out. I'm sure that it's the entire title. That's who that Fiona Apple wrote the title of this, yeah, this book correct. as well. Yeah. I won't read it because I just don't I care. I know what he did because I saw it. I lived it every day. I felt dirty about it at the yeah. time. I still did it. I still went to a site on it today. I mean, I will give him a little bit of props in the sense that he truly did take nothing and turn it into something. Yes, he did. Like, but now like 
he's come full circle. <laughs> yeah. No, but do you know what I mean? At the, at, like, I won't like at the end of the day, like he really did capitalize. It is. It's what every this is like business porn. Like they want to be like, there was a space and no one filled it. And I had an idea to fill it. And so then we made this company and no one believed in it at all. And then finally, like the stock rose and everyone loved it. And it was called Apple computers. Like that's like <laughs> what they, you know what I mean? Like that's like what every business person like fucking beats off to at night. Right. Yeah. Is like, like discovering this white space that they're going to conquer that like, blah, blah, blah. like he really, like he did do that. But I feel like that's like being like, there was a space. And it was filled with so much opportunity, just six feet under the ground. No one said I could do it. It was a cemetery filled with treasure. And I was the only one with a shovel who was ready to open that marketplace. Yeah, I'm a grave robber. Yeah, it's immoral, but I did it. I yeah. dug up every grave and I robbed every body of every piece of jewelry I could find. And everyone said it was deplorable. Everybody said it couldn't be done. Okay, not slipping into a but I did it. <laughs> he did an apology tour on podcasts and no one cared. Like he tried it and but we didn't care. Really, was he really like, what was he saying? Because you know, when people do apology tours, it's always like, I didn't really know my impact or this is what I thought I was doing. I wanted to be like, I was evil as fuck. I no. was listening. I would be under the bathroom stall looking at people pee. I was yeah, really never going to do that. He is <laughs> no, never going to do that. <laughs> I want everything. I want everything. Okay. I want to be like, I would get people drunk and I'd be like, tell me if I was recording everything on my phone. I want him to just, t- <laughs> I, w- I want all of it. And yeah. then we can move uh, on. Okay. <laughs> I don't think he's going to do that either, but Not it would be man. great. Do we, like, does Gen Z know who he is? Like, I want to say no. Does Gen Z know who anybody is? There there was a week where the internet got so bad that Gen Z was like, I don't know, y'all. Osama Bin Laden might have been on to something with that Death to America letter. Stop and then it. they found out that he was a Nepo baby, like, maybe three days later. And they were like, wait a minute, Osama Bin Laden was a Nepo baby? <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God. That was a wild week on Twitter. I was like, uh, y'all gotta chill out. Y'all gotta, I know y'all don't got jobs, so y'all really get overzealous about things, but just, yeah, keep clicking on the Google. You can't just go to the first O. You, they got a lot of O's. Oh my <laughs> God. Christopher. I, for, I honestly blocked that out of my mind, that like that actually happened and it was really bad. But Gen Z, they do like to dig, so I feel like they might know about Perez. Maybe. They might know about him know. and his adoptive kids. They... Might know his pronouns. Oh my God, not his kids. The website still exists. I just went to it, but there were so many ads popping up that the fan went on on my computer. So I just you probably shut just it gave off. him a dollar. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? Well, he's given us a whole episode and got you here. So you know what? It was worth the goddamn dollar. Yeah, I'll give him. You're five. welcome, Mario. He had to get forty ads out while you were there. He was like, "Don't go." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, wait, Buy did you back hurt? You need an attorney? Yeah. <laughs> Christopher. Is it time? I think it's time. It's time. Okay, Lacey, as you know, it is time for us to pitch our ideas of how to fix Perez Hilton. I'm ready. I'm ready to And then you are going to. You may ask questions at the end. You can do follow-up questions. You can do whatever you want. And then it it is your time to choose who you think. It's my shark tank moment. Yeah. This is it. Okay. This is Dominic's favorite part of the whole show. Perez Hilton. You are going to broker a deal with the very famous Instagram account, Dumois. You are going to start slowly, but you're going to start 
taking over Dumois' account. No one will know that it's you. And slowly but surely, you are, you're going to go from doing it like once an hour to like completely taking over the account where you start to post very Perez Hilton-esque things, but in a very sly, like trickle in the Perez Hilton sauce into Dumois. After a month, maybe two months of this, where Dumois is like blowing up with so much tea and like so much stuff, you are going to reveal that it has been you for the past two months. And like the reason that there's so much traffic coming to the site and we're hearing so many random things that we would never hear on Dumois was because you, Perez Hilton, were running, like who, in my opinion, is now your replacement and in not as mean, but just as stupid replacement to Dumois. And once you reveal that, everyone is going to be talking about you. Everyone is going to like be writing articles about you. And then hopefully you can get at least one either news special, retrospective kind of like Perez's impact on pop culture, mm. Netflix four-part series, et cetera, et cetera. And then you can at least try to do your apology tour and have people actually care about it. Because he doesn't need... Right now, if he does anything, it doesn't, no one cares. No one cares. Right. But if he can get, weasel his way back into our lives without us knowing and then reveal himself, then we care again. And then he can try to do what Lacey said and say, I'm an evil piece of shit. And like, I knew I was evil and I've always been evil and I'm still evil. And that is my pitch. Um, I am going in a much different direction. I Perez, couldn't tell, Dominic. Perez Hilton. I I want the lack of forgiveness for this man to to continue forever and I want it to be amplified and broadcast. I really wasn't even thinking of this until Lacey said, "Does Gen Z know who he is?" and now I want Gen Z to know who he is. So I've adjusted my pitch slightly just based on that brief statement. I want him to do a, a volunteer to do a round table where he's going to apologize to the people whose lives he is affected negatively. And he will wow. be in the Andy Cohen spot and reserved spots on the couches for Brittany Gaga, Lance Bass, Miley Cyrus, Ariana Grande, the black eyed peas, all just a bunch of like a spot for everybody. We will, this is something that will stream live somewhere, but Internet-based, not production company or network-based for this reason. Because we want all these people to be invited and none of them will show up. All right? So it's going to be him <laughs> sitting there. Alone. We're going to bill invited guests and we're going to list all these people that he fucked over. And he's going to say, I just want you all to come. Maybe one or two of the lesser. I doubt that. I doubt that. You know what I would would show up? is Paris Hilton. I bet Paris no, she, would show up. No, she I don't not. know. I don't know. But here's the caveat. At the end of this special that no one shows up to, I want it to be cancel culture's first and most hideously ruined figures. And I want him to live stream himself throwing himself into a volcano because he knows his life can't go on any longer. <laughs> and that this is what happens when you're mean spirited. I want him to go live, hold the phone in his hand, using a medium and a genre that he helped shove up everyone's ass in the O's and just use it to say, 
I invented this meanness and now it's killing me. And then just while live streaming, jump into a volcano. Like I just don't. So Dominic, question, no. question from you. Are we on a set where we've invited the guests or are the guests also supposed to show up near the active volcano? No, these are two separate. Yeah, no, that's a thank you for that question. The set is not at the base of this volcano. What? This is a dark one, Dominic. Well, it's uh, dark. No, they can't Chris, all be... I have a question for you. Um, yes. If he were to do the secret demois, is he posting in the demois format or is Correct. he posting in his? Correct. No. Perez it's Dumas format. Form- no, because if he posts Perez format, we all it, the jig is up. Like he he is posting as Dumois. Okay, okay. I will say, Dominic, you had me in the first half. I, I was down to see cancel culture work and him right. be alone on the stage and embarrassed. Right. And for the first time, as all these comedians complain about cancel culture, as they have not been canceled, as they complain about silence, as we can clearly hear them, but they're saying they're being silenced. But it's like, I'm reading this, so clearly you're not being silenced because like, that means I can't hear you or read you. I'm <laughs> it. Um, I was with you until we got to the defenestrating into the volcano, which uh, we we took a <laughs> yeah. hard a hard left turn there. I can only um, speak from my heart, Lacey. I don't know. And I don't know you. if we <laughs> fix it with a volcano. Um, <laughs> well, I think a little bigger than you, I guess. I don't know what you want. <laughs> That's much bigger. Much bigger. <laughs> Uh, volcanoes are very large. Uh, so, Chris, I, I am going to have to go with the Demois. I will say that I, I do have a note for the Demois, though. Okay. It's just, my only note for that is that I would have gone TMZ because I feel like they're brand wise, like Demois look a little like they're a little classier. And I, but, but that could reframe him into a but much more classier why. landscape. Yes. But I yes. just feel like TMZ it would free him to still be hated. And I don't know if he's like ever going to be a good enough person to really keep up with the fray of Demois, which tends to be like less. You know, like, who is Demois? I don't know. You know, they keep it pretty under the fray. I don't know how long uh, Perez could stay that good. Whereas Mm -hmm. TMZ, like, he could still be a certain level of trash and, you know, keep his... But but, but you you have high aspirations for him. I'm surprised we didn't even bring up TMZ because TMZ basically is him now. Like, like TMZ is the last remaining, like news i use they the break word, celebrity news. deaths before the families know you know that's yeah. very him yeah like they are the fe- the last stuff like le- bastion living of like, terrible yeah, yes. celebrity yes, news for sure well as i'm going i've not actually been to dumois page until just this second and he, per- he perez himself does comment on some of the stories on Stop. there. i swear to god so you're you on the there, like chris he's no, he's, he's firing he, he's aspiring to be Dubois. Knows, you're right you might like, be right he's like you have my career he's like i could have fucking done this like fuck he could have been classier. Now he's hating yeah. on Demois. He's gonna start drawing penises on Demois. Yeah, <laughs> a nameless figure like of the woman. <laughs> so Chris, you're right. Yeah, you. Congratulations. That's a win. That's a win for me. It's I think Dominic. Are we tied? Are we tied now? Um, I think so. I think this does make us tied. Yeah. Oh yeah. But Dominic, I would say your special thing could also work for him. Eat like if he did like 
celebrities who really need some clout too if we brought the level down to like celebrities whose lives that he ruined who could really use like an internet special where they all would be mutually benefited from sure like like the girls who we haven't heard from, like who's saying that you and your beautiful soul who have heard that Jesse is? McCartney yeah like <laughs> let's let's round them girls up and yeah, they, yeah. they you know what I mean like people who could all yeah. use a boost from this and they could sit down and talk about how he ruined their lives and he, he could apologize and like everybody would watch that and then all of the, we'd be like we haven't seen this person in forever I'm and, feeling and, a telethon know, like, all, I'm feeling a, a telethon an absolute telethon, yeah, a telethon. Yeah, telethon. <laughs> these people some of the yeah. lesser known people who Perez knocked out of pop culture let's bring a whole go and they me. could blame him for their yes. failed careers and he and, could apologize and then everybody would be like oh my god we ain't seen beautiful soul in forever and then like maybe he could be like i got a new song coming out y'all it's, it's called beautiful mind you know like everybody could win everybody could win still still needs more volcano but i do like where you are going with it i do like it oh god <laughs> well we're i mean this was bad this was bad. you're welcome um, mario you're welcome you're welcome mario Lacey, thank you so much for being here. I can't stress enough how much I love you. I am such a fan. This is truly a dream come, my dream come true. If you're not listening to Scam Goddess, I don't know what the fuck you are doing. Get your ass <laughs> over there right now. And you will, <laughs> one, stop listening to this podcast because we are nowhere no, near as funny as Lacey. Listening. Y'all are amazing. And you are going to shoot tears out of your eyes in public. So prepare yourself for that. <laughs> Um, Lacey, obviously your podcast is Scam Goddess. Where can everyone find you? Yes, you can find me at Scam Goddess on all platforms. And then if you want to follow me, D-I-V-A-L-A-C-I, Diva Lacey on all platforms. Yes. And Chris, yes. this has been so fun. I'm so glad I could give you a tie win. Yes. Thank you. Yes. No, this was very important that you got snuck this in because I'm I've been in the back for months now. So <laughs> This has been I, everything. I, look, I know that I'm I'm about to be overtaken, and probably because Chris is so logical, and I have now crossed over to suicide with these people. So <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm gonna keep losing every week. Now. But the funniest, <laughs> the funniest suicide, a, a volcano, very hard to act. I mean, if you're We're gonna kill yourself, health, please, <laughs> my God. please, Dominic, where can people find you? Uh, people can find me at my website, dominatory.com, or on socials at Dominic Pupa. I still have a couple of holiday shows left this Saturday in New York at the Cutting Room, and then next week in San Francisco and Los Angeles. Please go to my website to find out. Oh, and if you're in San Francisco, January 21st, San Francisco Sketch Fest, Cops Theater, 7 p.m., January 21st. You can come see Scam Goddess live. Go see her now. Buy tickets. <laughs> Christopher. The main question everyone has in this podcast always, every week, is where can we find Krista Rosa on the internet? You can find me at the Krista Rosa. You can find the show at Fixing Famous People. Leave us a review and let us know who you want us to fix next um, by the Holiday Candles at the Fixing Famous People Instagram account. And obviously, I wish you both well. And where's Shelly? Goodbye. Miscavige? Yes. <laughs> Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health 
Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.